time now for Buck Banter with your host, Alpine ISD Superintendent, Dr. Michelle Reinhardt. Good morning, Alpine, and good morning, Martin. How are you today? I am doing wonderful, Michelle. I'm glad you're here on this chilly morning. Yes, yes. We have, uh, we've entered into our two or three days of fall, but uh, yeah, we're enjoying it while it's here. Uh, welcome, everyone, to this week's edition of Buck Banner. Today, we'll be talking about some recent celebrations across the district. We're actually just doing that right before we hopped on the show. Um, halfway through the episode, we'll talk a little bit about the upcoming special legislative session on education and prepare yourself. It's a bit of a disappointment. Um, and then at the end, we do a, a short teaser about a regional healthcare training partnership we're trying to bring to our area. So let's start with some good news before we dive into legislature. Let's do some celebrations across the district. Uh, so first of all, I want to start by bragging on our cross-country team. Martin, I'm not sure if you've heard, but they are having an incredible season they this are. year. Just last weekend, they hosted the Big Bend Mountain Ramble, which is the um, Alpine ISD cross-country meet hosted at Coconut Park. Let me tell you, Martin, that is a course. There are some big hills oh, there. Oh, they came, started around here. Yeah, you got to see the whole thing, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, that is just a really tough, tough course to run. We had teams from all over West Texas in for that, and we had amazing showings by our Alpine runners. Hatfield Kaysen placed second in the nice. Varsity Boys Division. Mia Morris placed second in a sprint finish, neck and neck to the end in the Varsity Girls Division. And our Varsity Girls team won first overall with four runners in the top top 10 out of a field of almost 100 runners. So that was incredible. So they had a great showing there. They had their senior night here at Buck Stadium on Wednesday of this week. And yesterday they were up in Odessa. They've been doing a lot of big school district meets in order to prepare for, yes, our district meet, but really regionals and try to get to state. Um, And our varsity girls play second there in Odessa yesterday, which was awesome. All that to say they are preparing for district, which happens next Thursday, October 12th in Presidio. That'll be another tough, hilly course, which our team's been preparing for all year. Our middle school cross country will run in their district meet next Wednesday, the day before um, high school. And so good luck to all of our cross country runners and a great season so far. Hope the cool temperatures are continuing. Yes, absolutely. Week. Absolutely. Um, also wanted to shout out, this was a really exciting thing that happened last night at Alpine High School. Our Alpine High School Lady Bucks hosted the first ever Little Bucks Volleyball Clinic. And there are 90 first graders through sixth graders who have signed up for the first ever Youth Volleyball League here in the wow. Alpine area that's being hosted by the Alpine Junior Bucks League, which is a volunteer organization run by parents in the in the community. So they partnered with Alpine High School Volleyball Program and said, hey, well, we've never done volleyball before. Would the, would the AHS coaches and our Lady Buck volleyball players host a two-hour clinic to teach all of our first through sixth graders some skills, but also to teach us some different drills so we know how to help um, these girls develop over the next few months? It was so much fun. I think we had about 80 kids there last night, which is wild um, for, that, for those age groups, but they had so much fun getting to learn from and with our Varsity Lady Bucks. Um, and actually, all of our high school lady bucks as well. So great showing there. Also wanted to shout out that October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. We had our pink out volleyball game on Tuesday, which we were talking about earlier. Martin was a big win uh, for our Lady Bucks over Presidio. Uh, We honored breast cancer survivors then. We're also honoring breast cancer survivors at today's pep rally at Alpine High School and at tonight's football game as well. So just wanted to um, 
uh, call out that opportunity for us to celebrate our survivors, but also remember those we lost uh, to breast cancer. Appreciate everyone bringing awareness to um, that critical disease. Switching campuses a little bit. Great things going on at Alpine Middle School as well. Check out on our Facebook page, the Fightin' Buck and Lady Buck of the Month AMS awardees. Great things happening over at the middle school. Over at the elementary school, a couple quick updates. Uh, they wrapped up their last pastries for parents morning this morning. Talk about chilly mornings, but it was a great morning for parents to come out and enjoy some donuts with their kiddos uh, in third and fourth grade this morning. We also relaunched our Student of the Month program at Alpine Elementary. Thankful to Big Ben Telephone for sponsoring that this year. One of our high school students, Isabella Beinhauer, actually designed the new yard sign that you're seeing around town. Oh, very nice. She's a graphic designer in one of our um, CTE programs at Alpine High School. So that was one of her projects. And uh, thrilled to, to have her design that for all of our elementary kiddos. Last, the elementary kiddos are in a bit of a, a whirlwind in that they just gave out the first six weeks attendance prizes. Some kiddos went home with a new bike, a new hoverboard, all kinds of fun things celebrating their high attendance over the first six weeks. So congrats to all those winners. All right. So much going on, but we're actually not even in the busy time yet, Martin. You know, because no. you've lived it. It's coming. Mm -hmm. Homecoming is coming in just over a week. It will be the week of October 16th through 20th. We'll have dress-up days every day across the district. You're going to see some older, younger selves, some favorite characters, some really intense buck pride. Wednesday, October 18th will be our homecoming parade, bonfire, and community pep rally. So make sure you mark off that evening for that event. And then the big, big event will be Friday, October 20th. We'll have our homecoming football game versus Odessa Compass here at Buck Stadium. Our homecoming court uh, ceremonies will be then. And then we'll also be honoring the Fightin' Buck football team of 1973, 50th anniversary of that state semifinalist football run. So I'm that's just forward. a little bit of all the things that will happen during that wild week. And I think that's when our next radio show is. It'll it be is. that uh, homecoming Friday. So we'll have lots of updates to bring at that time. All right, let's switch gears from celebrations and joy to something that is to not, reality. yeah, to reality, to something that's not so fun. And that is, let's talk about the special session on education. So we've talked about this before, Martin. We've been anticipating a special legislative session on education. Why is that? The regular legislative session for 2023, it wrapped up in May. And at that time, the state passed a budget that appropriated or set aside an additional $6 billion, with a B, in funding for Texas public schools. But that was pending or conditional on legislation passing regarding how to spend that money. So that money has been put in the budget, but that legislation never passed, right? It was bombed at the last minute by inclusion of vouchers into the um, public ed bill at the last minute by the Senate. And so there is $6 billion in the budget for this school year and for next school year that is waiting for public education. And that, to be frank, is not coming to Alpine ISD right now. That money is just is sitting at the state level. And so we knew then that we were anticipating a special session where the legislature would need to come back and say, how are we going to pass that? I mean, how are we going to spend that money? We have to pass something in order to use it. 
So we heard in the summer that the governor was waiting until the fall to call the special session on education. He could have done it in June and July, um, but specifically he waited until the fall so that educators couldn't come advocate easily at the Capitol, right? We're all super busy right now. Yes. Yeah. And I love that this now this special session has happened during happening during homecoming season and all these other times. And it's really hard for those of us that are eight hours away to get to Austin to make some noise on behalf of what we need. So sure enough, that's what happened, right? He waited until October in order to call this special session. Now, the other part of the context that many of us have been following is that the governor and the lieutenant governor have been pushing, really that word's too light, they've been demanding vouchers. And vouchers, as a reminder, are using public funds, taxpayers' money, to pay for private school tuition, right, with no accountability or transparency back to the public for those funds. And this is something that we stand very adamantly about, about uh, against, I'm sorry. And truly, the political appetite is not there for this across Texas, and most, uh, most Texans don't support this. Most Texans know the importance of thriving public schools. They want to see our public schools fully funded rather than diverting even more money away from public schools to private schools with no accountability. But this isn't actually about what's best for Texas kids, right? This is a political issue that the governor and some of our state leaders are really pushing through. And so um, let's talk about where we're at now. So historically, the governor's been saying, hey, don't worry, vouchers won't actually keep funding from public schools. Hey, don't worry, we will fully fund public education. And with all due respect, y'all, that is a complete lie. And I'm, I'm heartbroken to say to call it a lie, but it is what it is. And so what I want to talk about here are two quick data points so that as you hear over the coming weeks, this push for like, we need vouchers, we need vouchers, we need vouchers, you can understand what's not being talked about and what's kind of happening behind the scenes. So here are those two data points. New data came out from the Equity Center. They're an organization that's focused on fully funding underfunded public schools. Hello, that's us. And that data shows that currently, right now, almost 90% of public school districts do not receive their full allotment. And when I say full allotment, that means the money, the state funding formula says that we should be receiving. So right now, only 10% of Texas public schools are receiving the money that the state says they're supposed to receive. And we're not one of them. No, we're not one of them. It will surprise no one that Alpine ISD is one of those 90% that's not getting its full allotment. And here, that specifically looks like $1.6 million. Y'all, just think of what we could do with that. $1.6 million of our allotment every single year that we don't receive. And for reference, yeah, for, yeah, that's about 10% because we're about a $10, $11 million budget overall. So the legislature could absolutely fix this problem. They could make every public school fully funded. It would cost less than $1 billion with a B. Now, that's a big number. Let's be fair. But again, that $6 billion is on the table waiting to be spent. It just needs, um, it needs political will to get it done. So that's one part. Remember that our public schools, 90% of them are underfunded right now. Second is that the governor called the special session to start on Monday, Monday, October 9th. It's coming. And he released the call yesterday. And the call means the information about what can be discussed. You can't just bring forward legislation on anything, only on what the governor says can be talked about. And here's what he said about education in the call. This call is for, quote, education freedom legislation providing education savings accounts for all Texas school children. 
That's it. There's nothing there about public education funding. And so first, what does this even mean? A, this is political speak, right? Freedom, air quotes. You can't see them, but I'm using them, y'all. I'm kind of rolling my eyes a little bit. Freedom, how is educate? how are vouchers education freedom? It's not freedom for taxpayers having to fund private schools with no accountability for the use of those public funds. That's not freedom. Um, educational savings accounts, right? Those already exist. My husband and I actually fund one for our kids' college. Anyone can open an ESA and put money into it for their kids' education. Parents can save and fund them themselves. But there's no right to use public funds to put into those accounts to pay for private education. So second, I guess the question I would have you all wrestle with is why in the world do we have money as a state for this, right, to fund private education when we won't fully fund public ed? And remember, again, that that $6 billion is sitting there waiting for a bill. Third, the part I really just want to call out, y'all, is this is a political maneuver. The governor included this issue of vouchers on the call to force legislatures to pass vouchers first in order to even get a future special session regarding public school funding. And so just calling out that this, these are hostage techniques, right? Saying, if you don't pass vouchers, then there's no money for teacher raises. There's no money to fully fund public ed. And um, it's... You know, just don't be fooled about our uh, state leadership using hostage techniques in order to get, quote unquote, freedom. That's not what's going on here. Um, I encourage everyone to read the op-ed in the Alpine Avalanche this week written by our House representative, Eddie Morales. Um, it's a don't miss article. He calls out uh, our legislators on kind of what's going on with vouchers. And I'd, I'd encourage each of you listening to call our representatives and senators and tell them how you feel about this deliberate underfunding of public ed in Texas and about the governor's prioritization of private school funding over public schools. Um, even though we are jaded and disappointed on this call, I just want to encourage everyone that collectively we can make a difference, right? But we can't lose our focus, our voice, our strength on this issue. Now is the time to band together and really be making some noise. And there's plenty of money there, too. Plenty of money there. Uh, again, it's a matter of political will, not a matter of funding. All right, we're going to sandwich that kind of section of bad news reality and pivot to something that's kind of a, uh, again, a teaser, a good news teaser of something that we're working on, many groups are working on across the community. And I hope this is one that in the future we can say, hey, remember when we talked about this a year ago, October? Man, look at what we've been able to do. So uh, first, I'll start by telling you a little bit about um, our CNA program. And so this section of the show, we're going to talk about working towards how do we solve healthcare worker crises in our community? And what, if anything, does that have to do with Alpine High School or Alpine ISD? So Alpine High School has a CNA program, which is a certified nursing assistant program, where students take a four-year pathway in high school that introduces them to medical fields. They learn a lot about medicine, and they graduate with a CNA credential that they can use to go right to work, or they can take with them into college or university uh, for further training. So huge thanks to Gayla Owen, who is our district nurse and also our CNA instructor. We're in year two of this four-year program, and she has really helped create it from the ground up. Our regional hospital district has financially supported this program and really helped it um, get off the ground and launch. Why did we initiate this program a couple years ago? Really, our goal with it is to grow our own, right? Grow our own future healthcare workers to address the persistent shortages we see in our area. 
that program, we've had a lot of success with it in just these first two years. And it's drawn a lot of attention from across the region. There are other districts in our area, such as Presidio, who are wanting to emulate that. How could they make a program like that down south? Or other um, local schools that would like to have access to something like that, maybe Marfa, Marathon, and Terlingua. So yesterday, we had a meeting at Big Bend Regional Medical Center at the local hospital where we had representatives from those five school districts from three regional universities, um, including Saul Ross, Texas Tech, Texas A&M. Also, our area's uh, community college, Odessa College, was there and our local healthcare organizations, both the hospital and the hospital district. And what we're working on is a regional approach to create healthcare training across the Big Bend. So short-term goal might look like how do we bring more programs into our schools to help kids uh, find out about and fall in love with medical careers? What does that look like? Long-term, and this is like speaking into existence, a really, really big goal, y'all. What would it look like to bring a regional healthcare training center here to Alpine, right? And so maybe that would be a partnership with Odessa College, also Saul Ross, also Texas Tech, but a, co- a, a college offshoot, if you will, uh, university programs that allow people to become trained in all levels of healthcare careers. So right now, if you wanted to do that, you need to leave the area. Could there be a training center here that allows people to learn those skilled trades without leaving the Big Bend. And that's a really big dream, but that's part of what we're working on. And for us, that's also aligned uh, in Alpine ISD with our bigger goal of bringing skilled trades training here to Alpine. Skilled trades meaning um, electricians, um, anything else that you would go to like a two-year college for, could people do that training here instead of having to go to Odessa or El Paso? So these are really early days, but they're also exciting days as we look at these possibilities possibilities. We, there's a lot of partners who have an interest here. There's a lot of great potential here. There's a lot of leaders from various organizations who are all aligned on this goal. And we're really seeing it as an opportunity for us to come together to solve a persistent challenge in our community, in our region. So excited for where that could go. Again, just a teaser of some of what we're, we're working on. Y'all, this, is, this would be a big, uh, a big money project, right? Not necessarily on the district side. We don't, we've talked about that. We don't have it. But bringing in different funders, bringing in different grant opportunities, uh, we don't know how it all come together yet. But it's really exciting days in terms of everyone coming together and thinking about what this could be for our community. So if this is an idea that interests you, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. We're always looking for people who will help kind of take the lead or make connections that will help move these sorts of projects along. So excited for what that could be. That sounds great. All right. As we wrap up today, when I think about what is true across these three topics we talked about today, and my uh, challenge to all of us is to make some noise. That's how I'm going to wrap up today. Here's what I mean by that. Man, we've got some amazing events going on where we celebrate our kids, our community, and our history with uh, Homecoming coming up. Make some noise at all of those events on behalf of the Bucks. Uh, state level, let's be sure as a community, we are making some noise with our state leadership, telling them that they must quit defunding public education and that our teachers and our students deserve better. So there's definitely a need for us to make some noise at the state capitol. Also, let's make some noise together to advocate for regional training centers that our community desperately needs, and that would be such a blessing to Alpine. So thank you all for listening in today. Thanks for all you do. We'll see you at all the things over the next few weeks. And okay. go Bucks. Thank you, Michelle. You have been listening to 
Buck Banter. Buck Banter is brought to you every other Friday at this time by the West Texas National Bank. Ready for a bank that will put your business